What's up, y'all out there? D-Mac here, back from Florida, all shaved, all rejuvenated. Check it out. My stalls boys hooked it up. Thank you, Do- uh, Danny. Thank you, Polly. Thank you, Questions. Uh, grind time with Darren McCarty. Uh, that's what Nick looks like uh, all the time. So that's our new project, Knuckle Up, obviously, and uh, Donnybrook, comic book. We'll get to all that stuff later and all that stuff. But uh, good to be back. Good to be with you guys. Super excited about today. Um you know, let's get right to it because this is why. Because right now, as I look, it's four o'clock, and later on, it's seven o'clock. I'll let them tell you. There's a Moto Fight Club, Fight.tv. Moto Fight Club. It's a great motocross guys. Let's get them in here. Call it six-time motocross champion of Coldwater, Michigan's own Jeff Stanton. And from what I hear, Jeff. You were this other guy that we all know. I'm just going to say Nitro Circus and crazy as a whip, uh, Mr. Travis Pastrana. So thank you for joining us today on 25 on 19. And tell us about Moto Fight Club and uh, what's what's going on tonight. I'm super excited. Okay, good. What's going on, buddy? And- I think everybody was excited to see uh, Tra- was excited to see Travis and Jeff, and uh, they get to see my ugly bug. Dude, you like the stalls set up right now? Yeah, check out the setup. So I Looks put the Proby, and then let's talk about it right now. So we got the Burnaby Blazers, which it's a great time, as you can see. Let's see if I can do this right. All right, there it is. Book two, Adapted DMAX Stories. Our buddy Dom Rosario, Mess Bucket Comics. You can go pick this up. It's actually hilarious. Did you read it, Nick? I haven't had a chance to, man. I came back. I was doing some some nine to five stuff, and then uh, you know the kids going crazy and everything like that. But I plan on reading it to Quinn bedtime story. I'm sure it's completely. Uh, look at that. It looks amazing. Oh, I'm sure it's completely oh. G rated. Listen, she's one of those four-year-olds that uh, that could handle it, right? Because she's, she's absolutely a pro. she's a pro. So, um, all right. So, I guess uh, uh, we posted it. Yeah, they're good. Those guys, and if they do, let us know. Yeah. But other than that, uh, dude, I was gone uh, gone for a week um, down to Florida. They opened the beaches, so my second home. Everybody knows that's where. Uh, I uh, I go for some uh, mental health and uh, rejuvenation, as you can see. Does, do I look like I got some sun, dude? You look incredible. I know I look young. You went from you I went, from, <laughs> I told you went you from looking sixty-five to fifty-five. Listen, I don't care. That's some of us. Hey, some <laughs> of us are still. If we if if we want certain things, certain things have to be done. When Mama says so, <laughs> there it is. Um, <laughs> you oh, dude, you look great, you. man. Look a lot better. Okay, I gotta tell you a story. So we get down there, right? And excited, uh, got down there Sunday night, and we we had the perfect spot right on uh, at the seaside, third floor, 
looking out over Clearwater Beach. So it was really cool because I had a balcony to smoke on, which is very important. So I uh, was sitting out there, but the first day I was I had these flip-flops on and I didn't realize, but they were starting to rub on the top of my foot. So I took my shoes off. And guys, here's DMAX travel tip south, okay? Don't check the temperature. Check the UV index because that's how the sizzle of the microwave is. Hence, I took my flip-flops off and decided, you know, I'm a guy who doesn't wear shoes or socks and his skates. I break them in. My feet are tough. Yeah, that was 10, 11 years ago when I played. And how much do I play now? Not enough to get my old babies, my little tootsies all fucking wrangled up and shit like that. I had, I'm going to show you. Okay, this is the part for everybody at home. Um, it's like a temple popper or 600-pound life. I'm going to give everybody five seconds, four to turn away, three two one all right so can you see the blister Ugh. at the top and at the bottom okay so for two days that's just not the one that's both sides got it <laughs> right so and uh and i was doing yard work so don't worry i wash my feet at night anybody out there go anyways ah doesn't matter i don't care what you think anyways um so nick couldn't walk on him for like two days had to wait pop them but i knew what to do and it really didn't ruin my uh i spent one day we went out to the island we went out to this uh island that we go to my buddy's captain sunset who you you guys met that was in uh ron gemsheim my uh my buddy who's a firefighter was the first responder to the to the pentagon 9-11 uh one of my buddies down there him and uh Johnny Night Night Hammett. Why do we call him Johnny Night Night? Because he fucking he drinks and then all of a sudden he's oh, night night. Uh, and then he's back home. And he's night night. He told the waitress, he told the waitress that uh he'd have one more margarita but hold the salt. She said, Hold the salt. He says, Yeah, I'm driving. And there's no way he was driving anywhere. So we had fun. Uh, I recommend, here's a mental health DMAC tip to anybody out there, uh, that if you get a chance, take a 20 minute nap outside now that the days, let the wind breeze. Cause I had a nap on the Island and it was better than most of the edibles I eat. It was friggin' phenomenal. All right, so tell me about your work week. What did I miss? There's a fun and sun. I didn't golf without you, bro. And I know you didn't golf either. But that, I appreciate like, that. Like I was telling you, dude, I wasn't like your what? Like if I, I'm your golf wife, then I was saying, no, go ahead. Go golfing. Go golfing. You know, and stuff like and And all that different without stuff. Without nobody. What? Yeah. You there to help you out mentally for your golf. You know, I'm like, no, Mac, that's the wrong club. You can't, you can't hit a seven iron 190. Let's go grab your, grab your seven wood. I know how you love your seven wood. You know, so there's no point. You're going to go out there. You're going to play. You're going to play terribly. You need me there with you, you know, so I'm not going to get out there without you. I got to wait for you, buddy. I appreciate that. No, 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 no worries. No worries. So what did I, if anybody hasn't seen, obviously, uh, rave reviews 
rave reviews on the third episode of Quinn and Dad. Um, the Post Malone Makeup Edition, which was phenomenal. Um, and Nick, you want to talk? About, you want to talk about that? Just uh, how long did that last? And how many? It lasted. It lasted. How many a cocktail lot. excursions like that? There's a lot, dude. It's um, I have to mentally prepare every time that I'm uh, going in there. I have to have a cocktail or two in me to calm my nerves and get ready for what uh, what Quinn's about to do to me. So it was good. We watched uh, Pulse Malone do the Nirvana tribute, which was awesome. Travis Barker on drums, it was phenomenal. So she thinks he's the coolest guy in the world. And then the rest of the day, she's like, hey, just to let you know, uh, Post, well, first it was Toast Malone for like the half, half of the day before she realized what she was saying. So she's like, Toast Malone's way cooler than you. So we argued about this all day. She's like, he's better than you on drums. And I'm like, Listen, he probably is, but he's not even playing drums. You don't even know if that's true or not. I could be way better than him. So she loved him. She was all into it. So she did her little makeup and, and did my uh, the face tattoos, which, you know, if I start making enough money, I'm getting face and neck tattoos. If I have to have a 9 to 5, it can't happen. But it was good, man. She loves it. Perfect. Perfect. So, um, yeah, what else is – oh, dude. Uh, any I gotta talk. Oh, uh, as you can see, check it out. Got my Terry and Gary's uh low expectations low podcast. Nice. That would be the future governor of Michigan, Terry Garen, aka Impact Wrestling's Rhino. Who, as you know, and if you follow the wrestling world, I'm gonna take you on a little tour. And I realize it's my show, I can do what I want. Um, so, Paul Heyman, who was a bigger guy, fat guy, we all remember The Undertaker had Paul Bear, right? Carried the urine around when we were younger. So, there's always these, and now that Brock Lesnar has the advocate Paul Heyman for him. Um, well, Rhino's got DMAC, and I'm like, just sort of like, you know, watch his back and, you know, sort of stuff like that. Really, for me, it's just to get a really good seat to the show. And to see it up close and stuff like that. But what I'm talking about is right now with all the different wrestling. And by the way, Impact's on tonight. It's Tuesday. If anybody watched Money in the Bank or uh, cares about the WWE, Drew McIntyre retained his championship against Seth Rollins. And to me, which was a phenomenal match. Uh, and it's always good. Nick, you know what I realized more? Because... Um, and these are the questions, uh, as we, whether with grind time or whatever else that I get into interviews is that I want to, you know, ask them because, you know, everything, there's so much more behind the scenes or what goes into it to make it come off effortlessly, not only the talent, but the production from behind, you know, every, everything right. going on. And, and what I find is if the champ, right, who has, let's say, Drew McIntyre, for example, he's one champ, Braun Strowman's the other, you know, the size, but they have to have some sort of character development with the Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, if you follow, because of the Wyatt family and and there's history there. Um, it seems the storylines, 
right? And and right now I'm just talking of Raw or WWE and stuff. But the storylines, I don't mind. They're stronger. There's so many characters, and you, and you see by some of the layoffs and stuff. But there's so many guys out there that are really really good. Um, that just need that opportunity, like anything, you know, else in life. So it's uh, you know, I'm excited for the AEW. You know, excited for for all the different things. And to me, it's about the storyline. Have you, uh, I know you don't have much time and it's an unfair question because to me, <laughs> you know, I walk in, I walk in my house and they're keeping up with the Kardashians or desperate housewives or whatever. I'm doing the same thing out here with one of five different wrestling companies or whatever. It's just, it's really cool that I like now to know the intricacies behind it. That's why I think, and I, I'm going to talk, the one thing about MotoFightClub.tv, uh, which uh, Jeff Stan and uh, Travis Pastrana are on, if you look at it, it's like an OG for motocross guys or, or bike guys, and, and to be able to sort of camp out, it's sort of like a club sort of figuring out in you know the motocross world how to be able to transcend during this COVID and and not only for themselves, but that's a pretty cool thing to come out of it when you get to hang out with somebody who you've looked up to, you know, you know, being Travis looking up to Jeff. You know, it's it's like I related to when Ted Lindsay and Gordy Howe and, you know, would come in the room and actually or you'd sit and you would talk about life and things like that because they were genuinely you know, cared about it. So um, it's right. it's all the little things about now because, you know, like one of the, you know, there are different questions that I would ask how many, you know, bones you broke too many to count and stuff. But I mean, what's the scariest you've been? You know, this is a guy who's broke Evil Knievel's records and did something that Evil Knievel didn't do as the greatest daredevil, you know, of all time. Mine was when he jumped the what did he jump and his bike just uh, hung on by like a foot or a, not even a foot, like a couple inches or something. It's that would have scared the shit out of me. That's a trauma ditch? Yeah, but see, that's a different – see, the motocross guys, guys that put their body – you know, it's like stuntmen, like wrestlers, um, skateboarders, you know, guys that know – that the end game more or less could be a crash or, you know, doing flips and jumps and being up that high. That's not natural. That's a different kind of crazy. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's I a mean, different was, mentality. Yeah. Like, guys, like it, me, I like the speed limit. I'm a stoner. Stoner invented cruise control, man. Let's just fucking get there. I'll leave. I'll leave 10 minutes earlier. I mean, and I'll still be yeah, the first did you, one there. Yeah, did you look you know, up some boogie. of the some of the injuries? Did you look up some of the stuff? Like you're talking about breaking bones and they're not worried about it. I looked. I read something yesterday. Pastrana dislocated his spine. So I read that. And I was like, that's not a thing. Uh, it came off his pelvis. Yeah, and you didn't think it was a thing because if your spine gets disconnected, don't you die? Right? That's what you're thinking, <laughs> dude. Either that, or you, or you're in two pieces. I mean, you dislocated your spine from your pelvis. I think it says something like he was one of three or four people to ever recover from that without having long, you know, 
debilitating effects, whatever the case may be. But if you have an injury like that, and I think he was like 14, he was a young age. If you have an injury like that and then you go on to do all these crazy things and break records, um, I think the love of, hey, of what he does supersedes it. That's what that's totally what I'm saying, bro. What he's like, wait, that didn't kill me? <laughs> Let's go. Like he like right. oh, it's it's amazing. I admire people like that. Have you ever seen one of those nitro circuses? Oh yeah. I used to watch it on MTV all the time when it first came out. It was wild, man. I, I love that stuff. These I dudes are even like the guys in like wheelchairs going down the big ramp and hitting jumps and stuff. It was a wild. Yeah, I went to the one at LCA when they were here about probably six years ago or something. And I I'm I was what I was trying to find a picture because I think I met Travis, but I was drinking back then, so I don't remember. <laughs> That's just the truth, guys. I met you too. You don't uh, remember meeting me? What the hell? You're drinking. Yeah, we met. We met multiple times. <laughs> I remember the last golf time, and I don't that's, mean that's last. Hey, week. That's the important one. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> that's the important um, one. Yeah, but that that you know, like there's certain things. Like I've skydived. I will skydive again, given the opportunity. That was a great thrill to me. If anybody hasn't skydived, yeah, there's there's different stages to it. And you know the when you look down, it's just like holy shit. There's nothing there. There's that one, but when you get out, roll out of the plane, and then come into like flying, there's a freedom. And then when you're floating down, I mean, that's just something that I would do again. I don't like. I'd like to get out on a motocross, and that's one of the questions I would ask them. What would you? What do you start off at? Like a 150 or a 250? But you know, doing those jumps and shit, it's just like doing. Learning how to skateboard, dropping in with Gerald and doing all that, watching those guys do that. And then uh, what do they tell me a couple of weeks later? The guy we were doing it with who's done it all his life, like dislocated his hip or something. So shit don't matter. It's not good. No, it's tough. It's I think getting into it now is so much harder though, right? Like you're doing the – you're working out with uh, Gerald Valley a little bit. And it's like you have all the bumps and bruises and you learn these things as a kid. You try and pick that stuff as, as you're older and it's just like you're going to get wrecked. I've done so, – dude, old age, I've broken so many stupid things by doing – tore a butt cheek picking up a book one time. That's all I did. Just picked up a book, tore a butt cheek. It was out of commission, you know, or like went laid out for a ground ball in a beer league softball game. And, and, That's because – and cracked That's my sternum, broke my collarbone. You slap asses, so karma got you back. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. Back to wrestling. Anybody, I recommend any wrestling fan, WWE Network, first month's free, then $9.99. Not that Vince needs me to sell any of his shit for him. But for a wrestling fan, it's great because all the history um, – or different shit, but they got the uh, last ride by The Undertaker. They started uh, like a docu-series, and they started it like a, like they just started showing it Sunday, but they've been filming him for two or three years. Um, and that's what he said. He said, you know, because when you think WrestleMania, that's The Undertaker's show, right? That's the record. That's the guy. And he was saying that, and Stone Cold and The Edge and 
all those guys are saying when you're not out on the road you know doing the bumps and it's like my feet and getting blistered in florida after sitting quarantined in the smoke shack i mean so guys i think maybe you look into like cannabis might be good for your uh soften your skin i don't know don't take don't <laughs> quote me on that uh, but uh it's amazing but he was saying how much harder like for to do one match a year but getting older and preparing and and you know coming back so for him and seeing this for him to come back and have that match for anybody you saw with aj styles in the boneyard match it was pretty sweet and um what i love to see behind the scenes you know that they show is i like to see the personalities and you get to see the people and and it actually endears you more to the villains because they're not really like that like there's a wrestler right now king corbin who's like the hate most hated guy but he's great at it at his role. So um yeah. I love it. What what have you been uh we always talk series or stuff. What uh what have you been like what's the big show at the house or what's Quinn watching a bunch? Are you been into anything new? Nah, Quinn watches a lot of the same stuff, right? She watches her you know, she always loves her little name drops. I'm like, what are you watching? She's like, I'm watching Quinn and Dad. I watch in there. She's not. She just likes to make me feel better about it or something. Um, you know, the boys in this room playing video games constantly. And it's tough, man, when you're when you got essentially two full time jobs and two kids and the wife's working full time. There's really no time to do anything. So by the time I lay down and get into bed, you know, the wife's usually watching I don't know, something. I think she's watching Horrible Moms or Working Moms or something. I think it's a Netflix series. So I just sit there and kind of tune out. Although on Hulu, after I'm done watching Letterkenny, which is amazing, there's a new show called uh, Solar Opposites. It's kind of like a Rick and Morty type show. That's been pretty good. I've had to rewatch the first episode like seven times because you get distracted or whatever. Is that um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically the same show as Rick and Morty. It's good. Um, but there's a lot, but you know, is there, is lately it with the weather, up? yeah, I think there was a new one, maybe last Sunday, the Sunday before I think was the first new episode of the season or something. But since it's finally, we had nice weather, right? We're outside a lot. Then it turned to shit and now it looks like it's getting nicer again. So I try and keep the kids or at least Quinn outside as much as possible and do bike rides and, you know, doing yard work. I'm running out of stuff to do. Um, but get to get some fresh air and hang out and, you know, kind of do it up. Your backyard's looking a lot better since last time I saw it, too. Looking good, man. Yeah. Looks like you're putting in a lot of work. Mom has been home whipping the, whipping the stuff. That's the one thing, too, is I've got to find uh, anybody knows. Ugh, get a hold of us. But I'm looking for a uh, one of those big green waste bags to be picked up or, you know, like for – you put trash in and they pick it up. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah, like uh, like they, they have those big bags or the dumpsters or something like that. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. You just need somebody yeah, with a truck or a couple trucks. Yeah. Or just set yeah. it all on fire. It's fine. Your na- set it all on fire. Yeah, neighbors don't care. I already oh, talked dude, to them about the, it. I got, listen, I got the barrel. I got it. But you can't burn tile. No, I don't think that's no. You can't do that. Save no. the tile. Put it in the uh. Put it in the, sh- the man shed. Smashed out, tile, bro. Like a mosaic. It's smashed <laughs> out. 
<laughs> It'll look good, dude. I'll, hey, I'll let you know, I'm on Team Cheryl about the facial hair, 100%. It's incredible how the readers and, the, and that gray beard wasn't wasn't hot. wasn't hot, bro. Good I wasn't now. going for hot. I was going for COVID, bro. I was going for COVID. Since I think it's worse. I was, going to, I, was, I was wearing how I was feeling on my face, bro. Now I got laid, got some sun, and now I'm feeling better. I mean, and I haven't even played golf since I see you. So you got some color on your face. It looks, it looks good, man. You know, you look, uh, you look oh, rejuvenated, yeah. which is nice. Hey, so I noticed that the golf carts are allowed now. So now you won't be whining about fucking care. What you said? <laughs> yeah, only singles. Yeah, so oh, either you have crazy. to live with somebody. Yeah, you got to live with somebody, and uh, if you share a household, you can ride together, or else. Or I think it says if you ride to the course with somebody, which is like, well, if you rode to the course with them, you're already infected, so it's fine, I guess, maybe. Um, other than that, it's just singles. But, dude, I was, like, walking. I was digging it. You got a good car. Yeah, it's fine. Nah, dude, I'm old, though. I'm, fr I'm freaking like, what, yeah. eight years, nine years older than you? So, like. Uh, Dude, I got one leg. What are you talking about? I'm a one legged gimp. And I'm walking it. And I outweigh you by like 60 hey, pounds. You going with a torn ass cheek again? You're, you had that back when you were 13. <laughs> I'm talking about the legs. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm more Show referring. On my one leg? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Fill you in? Uh, I had, and you know this, it's just, you know, the stuff you remember and the stuff you forget is incredible to me. You'll remember the MLS number of one of our sponsors off, off but you can't remember, like, the reason we started talking with the whole sock on the leg, cancer, had the whole calf muscle removed. Yeah, so I got a weird... I don't know why use that as an excuse. I know that. But I've seen, look it. You can't, and this is a lesson for everybody out there. You can't say in one sentence, "Oh, I like walking and this and that," and then say, "Oh, but I got one leg and, and I got that." So no, no, no. What like, I'm saying is, I'm walking. walking I'm fatter. No, 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 no. I got one leg and I'm fatter than you, and you should be able to walk just fine. That's what I'm saying. You got both legs. Well, I you're clean shaven, you're more aerodynamic, clubs. you're fine. I'm my clubs, I'll walk all day. Where's, <laughs> That's in the push cart, dude. <laughs> Where is Perry? Perry's, oh, I don't I know what Perry's Perry. doing. A Yankee one, like a real push cart? Or, no, you can yeah. have a push cart, right? Till you walk off those LBs that you said that you're carrying extra. So it's a good thing. You're thinking about your health. And you should walk, and we should get out and play soon. Not now. I want to go golfing. I know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm. Uh, we're working out with uh, with Travis and Jeff right now. They should be, you know, in after the break. We're just working through a couple of the bugs here, um, but they'll be joining us here in a second. So we'll be uh, we'll be good to go, man. Yeah, golf. We got to do it. Just. We need it nice outside, and uh, we need more stuff for 
stuff my wife wants to do to open. I don't really know what that is. Like they're not going to open up massages or I know Target's open, but like, hey, golf course is open. Can I go golfing? I need something for her that she likes to do to also open so it's equal. You know what I mean? All right. That's what we need to do. That's you problems, bro. Good luck with that. Let me know if I can help you with anything. I can help you with the golf. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know? So did you want to get it going, man? Come back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll take a break real quick. We'll make some phone calls, make sure that they're uh, good to go and ready to set up, and we'll get rocking. Sounds good.